0: Welcome to another episode of Out The Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. I am excited for another show. Let me first start by saying I want to thank all of our supporters of the platform. I know I did a a video earlier in the week where I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm going to put out an episode this week. Um, and I just want to thank y'all, man. All those that have supported, you know, whether you, um, you know, um, merchandise from our big cartel store, or you donated to us, or you, or you, um, you know, what I'm saying became a Patreon subscriber. Like, I truly, truly appreciate it. I thank you. You know, I appreciate the motivation, man. And yeah, man, I'm not done with this, man. I just was. Feeling a certain way, man, but um, I'm excited to continue putting out content, man, and just really representing that creativity, that quality, that consciousness in hip-hop, man, that really stands strong, man. So uh, we do have another episode for y'all tonight with some artists that I've been checking for um, that's been doing their thing, man. It's actually a MC Producer Duo, which they you know, have been doing their thing individually in their careers, man, and uh, they're coming together for a collabo project. So I'm really excited to talk to them about that and much more. But uh, before we do that, as always, I just kind of want to shout out the uh, platform and some of the other things to check for. Remember, you can always go to our website, outtheboxmedia.com. You know, become a subscriber on there. It is free to just become a website subscriber so that you can keep updated with all the new shows that we do and all the other stuff out the box related. So go to outtheboxmedia.com. You can click on the subscribe tab and you can just subscribe for free so that you are part of our email blast list. Also, if you want to support our merch, we have our merch site outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. I got some Out The Box Talks podcast merch up. So we got the coffee mug. We got some t-shirts representing the Out The Box Talks podcast, right? right? So you know the podcast, the whole thing with the podcast is that we're focused on conversations with some of Indie hip hip-hop, hop's best artists that are thoughtful, right? And that really taps into their art and their music, right? So, you know, if you've been rocking with Out the Box Talks, you know what you're getting. So, you can get merch on that website. You can, everything is on the outtheboxmedia.com website, and you can link to the Big, T- Big Cartel page. I also have these links in the description of this video and, and of the audio podcast description as well. Also, if you want to support by sending a donation, you could go to paypal.me slash outtheboxmedia, or you can just send your donations to Cash App, which is cash App tag outtheboxrep. And uh, if you are tuning in via YouTube, our Out The Box TV channel on YouTube, you can also uh, check out our high-quality audio podcasts on platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher—generally where you would listen to audio podcasts. We are there. So, um, for every you know new show that we do, we try to put out the audio podcast. that as well and last but not least our patreon page you can make sure if you want to get access to exclusive interview clips these are interview clips that have not been available to the general public you have to be a patreon subscriber on patreon.com slash out the box media um to be able to get access to those interview clips all right so uh yeah man always want to get that stuff out the way I don't want to keep, you know, the special presentation for tonight uh, prolonged. But uh, like I said, man, I got two guests on the show today. They have been putting out a lot of music, man. I got a producer who has been putting out music since April of 2017. And I mean, this brother got about like 13 projects that you can find on his Bandcamp page. Uh, The MC that I have, on the show today, has been doing this thing for a while now. Um, he's been putting out music, I want to say, at least, a, you know, back to like 2019, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he put out a project called Sketches of Healing, which was like a series of projects. So we're going to talk to him about that today and, You know, we're going to really get this bill happening. So uh, without further ado, I want to welcome to our Out the Box Talks viewing and listening audience two brothers, one hailing from Los Angeles, uh, California, and the other is a native of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, So it's always cool to see to our regions come together, man. And, and uh, we are excited to have them on the show. So, to our, our listeners and our viewers, I want to welcome my brothers, Brandon, Isaac, and Free Mind to the platform Out the Box Talks. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: Hey, y'all. hey guys.
0: What's good, man? How y'all doing? It's a pleasure to have y'all.
1: Yeah, man, good to be here. I just don't want to talk over nobody, but I'm good. Yeah, I'm here.
0: that's
2: what i like. <laughs> you can go first. You can go first, Brandon. Whenever you, you, you leave first, and I'll come. We'll come behind you. That way we can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, word, good. Go ahead, word. man. Go
0: ahead. Let it flow. So it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure to have y'all. Um, free Mine, Uh, I know you had reached out to me a while back, man. So I'm glad that I could connect with you, man. And I, I definitely been checking um you know your music and your catalog man what I want to do um before we even talk about you guys individual contributions musically man I want to talk uh uh I want to have y'all kind of like introduce yourselves and and give the people out there a little insight on why um you know hip-hop or pursuing music became like a serious thing for you guys
1: word word um well guys my name is brandon isaac and um i started off uh i started off actually uh doing a stand-up comedy and um that's what i was really wow. serious about um, um i started rhyming. when i was about nine years old and i never really took it seriously i just kind of just ciphered with the homies and um, i actually had a best friend that was uh really close to me and um he he was murdered but before he uh before he died Um, We used to cypher all the time and just freestyle, and he was like, man, just promise me you'll make a project for me. And uh, you can rap, man. I know you like that comedy shit, but you can rap. And um, I was just like, eh, I don't know, man. And and then um, eventually he passed it a couple weeks later, and then I was like, yeah, you know what, I I will chill out on the comedy. And I just started writing and rhyming and kind of put the comedy down for a minute, and here I am, man. You know, that's kind of how it started. Right. dope man dope
0: man well okay. as for
2: me you know I me mean? i started i started rapping before i even got into production you know what i'm saying like i think my first time ever picking up a um a pen in the pad i was probably about 13 14 i had i had got shot when i was 13 and um i was sitting in the house my mom didn't want me hanging out in the neighborhood you know what i'm saying so i was like "Fuck it i just found me something to do you know what i mean i started i started rapping man that's when uh the hot boys was, was heavy in the underground scene. And you know what I mean? I was on that, I was on that young gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I was on. But then I was like, probably a couple of years after I got into, um, I think what did it for me production wise was I think I heard Nostradamus. Like my first time hearing Nostradamus was like maybe the year 2000. And that's when I was like, you know what? Production is, that's it for me. You know what I'm saying? So. I just started getting into production and I say fuck rapping and I'd rather do this. And here I am.
0: Wow, man. You know, learning that you, I think I read somewhere free mind that um, even though you grew up in Cali, like you, your influences musically was kind of like you had like that East coast influence. Can you talk about how, um, you know, that came to be where your ear was kind of attracted to the East coast sound?
2: Well, I, I think I think the reason why I gravitated more towards the East Coast sound is because you know Nas is my favorite MC. You know what I'm saying? Nas is my favorite MC. I'm 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 a avid Black Star fan. You know what mm. I'm saying? So that's that's all East Coast music. You dig what I'm saying? But I'm I've meant to common too, you know, that's Midwest. Mention Common. Later on got into Kanye and stuff like that. I'm into a lot of uh, Southern music too, but it's mainly the East Coast just because of who my favorite artists are
0: dope dope yeah man it's always uh, interesting when i hear that man i mean and, and we get inspired by so many different things like you know i'm i'm sure like i i you know i grew up with friends that was inspired by the music that was happening in the west coast too so it's always cool to see how people you know um resonate with certain music yeah um yeah. i understand you have worked with a a, a pretty good variety of uh you know notable artists can you um give some insight on some of the collaborations that you've had that folks should know about like outside of working with brandon
2: um i think one thing people should know about is the music that i um did with i.e mo i.e mo from out here. he and i started uh making music back in 2011 like he was like the first person ever rapping on my beats you know what i'm saying like that's how I was able to consider myself a producer because I was strictly producing for him. He was rapping on nothing but my beat, so we created the sound together. You know what I'm saying? So I think people should know about the music I did with I.E. Mo, and also my introduction into this underground scene uh, was with Supreme Cerebral. So I think people should know about that as well.
0: Dope, 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 man. Yeah, man, Um, it, I always kind of like, I don't want to jump on, you know, have you jump on the show and like not, you know, you talk about your accolades, right? Because people need to know, like, what you've done in the past, man. So, that's what's up. Um, I want to talk about this group name, The North Star, right? Like, and, and the project that's coming up, which is dope that I have y'all together. I kind of was under the impression that y'all had put out, you know, music already under it. But that's cool. Like, it's it's cool to know that, you know, we're going to get something coming, um, mm-hmm. tell me, um, a little bit about that. Like, how did y'all even come together? Like what made y'all decide, you know what? We're going to collaborate on a project together.
1: Go ahead, B. Oh, shit. man. It's super weird, man. Like it was, uh, <laughs> it was, um, actually I had, uh, I had heard some of his beats online and I was like, man, dude to shit. And I had heard him, I had heard him from um, from a guy from Cincinnati named Wayne Fowler. And they did some music together. Shout out to Wayne. And they did some music together, man. And I and I just seen him on the story. Shout out to people sharing stuff. And then um I just tapped into with him. I say, yo, I said, yo, I, how much you charge for the beats? And he gave me his price. And I was just like, damn, I'm a little fucked up right now. I don't, know, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can afford that one and then um he i was just like yeah man, i'll hit you back you know and um weeks go by and he hits me up like yo like what's your number bro and then he called me he was like bro he was like yo I'm calling you you know that means something like and then and we just started chopping it up man and we became friends and we just started chopping it up start talking about music man and and the next thing you know we making music and then you know we we may start making tracks man and it just it just kind of happened like that it was organic you know we actually like each other it's not like you know he's just some guy that just make beats you know so dope, yeah. dope. <laughs> it's always good when
0: you can get along you know what i mean yeah word <laughs> yeah, word definitely word. so
2: okay um, pardon me uh to, to piggyback off that yeah it's um i heard his music man and that 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 dude I'm telling you I tell him all the time he and I we 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 talk often on FaceTime we talk we spoke twice today before we even got on here you know what I'm saying we speak often we text often we be in each other's DMs just shooting the shit we, we're friends you know what I'm saying like and uh even even like in in spite of the distance he and I built in the physical together you know what I'm saying it was all good vibes you know what I'm saying but I tell him all the time like bro I don't toss words around loosely like that dude is really gifted. He he really got it. You know what I'm saying? And he's young. He's only in his 20s. He's only he's going to get better. You know what I'm saying? Like just like the sky is not even the limit with him, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like just think about how young he is. Like he got a lot more growing, a lot more learning, a lot more living. Like, he's only going. He's going to be one of the goats when this all said and done. And I mean that. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't toss words around loosely. I'm telling you, I don't. Definitely. I love you,
0: Free Man.
2: I love you too, bro.
0: <laughs> yo man that's what's up man it, it, and it's dope when you can have that kind of vision and then communicate that you know what I'm saying to to each other I gotta say man I first heard about you free mind I was just like you know I'm always kind of looking for new artists right just to even cause I'm big on just showcasing talent that I find out about and I was going through Bandcamp camp and just kind of just like looking at the beat tapes and I was like when I heard The music, like I think it was magnum opus, what I heard. I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, this is solid, right? Uh, Yeah, you you got the scrunchy face right there. (laughs) Um, Fire. Word, word. And then I had found out about Brandon Isaac, like, Doing the same type of searching, but just searching for MCs. And I was like, yo, I like that too. So when I was able to see that you guys were going to collaborate together, I was like, oh, this is dope. It's a producer I'm feeling and an MC I'm feeling. You know what I mean? And and the sound is what I'm into. Uh, The production sound is what I'm into, you know, because I'm all about that boom bap soul. And Brandon, your, your music is very thought provoking, which is what I gravitate to as um as lyricists as well. Um, so you guys have a single and a video out now entitled "Black Boy Blues," and it's under the group name The North Star. Um, why'd y'all choose that song to introduce as the first video and single from The North Star?
1: Let you go first.
2: Um, well, you know when we were when we were tossing around ideas and you know we were trying to come up with what can we do as our as our introduction to the masses together you know what i'm saying like we will always have conversations about what's going on in the world what's going on in america you know what i'm saying we're we're black men you know what i'm saying like and this album is more so like a a a conscious album i don't really want to put it Put a label on it like that but it is it's a it's a it's a conscious and thought-provoking album you know what i'm saying so it's like what better way to 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 put the message out there than to talk about you know what i mean what's going on with the black men in america you know you know what i'm saying and then not only that as i was sending him beats i was i was tossing around ideas and that's just something that stuck with him and, and we decided to shoot the video for
1: it dope dope Word. you were gonna say something brandon Oh well, I can I can say something. Um, I I ain't want to cut nobody off, but yeah, man, just be backing off what he was saying, man. Um, like he uh, it was almost like he gave me a writing prompt, like you know how you get those journals with the writing prompts, and uh, he tossed that black boy blue uh that concept around, man. I was I was really feeling that, cause that's everything I represent, and um, I think that's uh, people don't often ask black men how they feel inside. Mm. You know, that's that's really rare. So, um, Black Boy Blues was like, "Yo," and blue represents, you know, tears and and you know and just feeling sad and those type of things, man. And I just feel like that message, like I I wanted to push that 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 um that that those emotions and that and that feminine side of man out to let, you no know, men are also mer uh also nurturing, and um and we also have many colors to us, you know, we're not just this monolithic thing you know and i thought that was good to let people know hey we ain't coming out like trying to punch you in your face it's peace it's love you know we go through pain and we're trying to connect with everybody and um you know keep the peace man keep the blues you know definitely
0: so, man i appreciate you adding on that because it's so real man so talk to me about the name the north star like what inspired you guys to go with that as the group name
2: you know um in, in 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 all reality it's kind of like an in old to like reflection eternal yeah. like black star you know what i'm saying because it's like my man from cincinnati you know what i'm saying and like i will i would i would be the high tech and he's the quality or the most deaf you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like an old to that so it's like what kind of but we still doing our own thing of course you know what i'm saying like we not taking a whole swag and style we're doing our own thing but it's more like an old to them it's kind of like how little brother came up with the name little brother little brother isn't old to like de la soul and all those groups that and tribe and all that like so they're like the little brother to those dudes. that's where the name little brother came from dope, so dope. you know what i'm saying it's like um and black star is actually was the uh was the name of the newspaper that frederick Douglass was the editor of the in the writer of the black star and it's a black conscious album and it's like you know what i'm saying we talking about freedom for the black man and a black woman, and a black child, and we also talking about what's going on in our neighborhoods. We talking about a bunch of stuff. We talking about what's going on internally within us, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what better way? What better name to come up with than the North Star? You know what I'm saying? It's like we kind of put our heads together, and we came up with something.
0: That's what's up, man. I would have never thought that, but it actually makes sense when you talk about how you were inspired by Black Star. Um, My question for you guys is, does... Does uh Kwali or, or Yassine uh know about this yet? Or is that something y'all hope that they learn of in the future? <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, man, the future looks 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 promising, man. I'm 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 liking what I'm 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 seeing. I'm liking the direction with this. So um Brandon, you put out a series of EP projects between last year and this year under the theme Sketch of a, Sketches of Healing. From Volume mm-hmm. One to Volume Three, what birthed mm-hmm. the idea for you to name these projects "Sketches of Healing"?
1: Um, I, so before I even before I start taking music seriously, before the pandemic, um, I was working with kids, man. I was in a, I was in these schools, and I was a teacher's assistant, and um, I would just sit there, man, and I would just see so many different colors of emotions and. And so many just different types of people, man. And um, and I just started looking at these kids, and it, and I just started writing just my thoughts down. And they were like just like little broken pieces of me, but they were like they were like like little broken pieces of a, of a mirror. And um, it was like I was looking at myself, and I just started seeing all these little pieces. And and I'm just like I just started playing with these different concepts in my mind, and. Um, and then I just started, you know, writing down more thoughts and I was even drawing more. And I just started drawing little sketches, you know, like sketches of uh like little poems and I would draw pictures next to them and I can show you some later on. And um and I was like, "Yo, it's like I'm healing through these sketches of these kids." And, mm. Um give me a second. Um I'm healing through these sketches with these kids and um and it just it just kind of came to me like, you know, it was just it was just one of those things that just came. I can't really explain it. There's no not rocket science it's, there's nothing deep to it it just was like it just came to me and i was just happy i was shit i'm honored and then uh, i was that i could listen to myself um but um it just came man and then next thing you know i i uh i sit down talking to wifey about the about the concept of it and then uh, she was like you should quit your job and make music really <laughs> yeah yo that's dope yeah. when
0: wifey says that like that's like <laughs> that's big she believes word. in you,
1: brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word up, word up. She she just walked in, shout out the wifey. But um, she uh yeah, she was like, Yo, you should quit and just make some music for a year and just see what happens. So I kept that theme, Sketches of Heaven. And I just I just had a bunch of poems, man. And if you notice if you listen to the music, it has no structure, like it sounds like a lot of poems over just beats. And that's kind of how it started. So I was just like, well, I don't really want to come at this. These are sketches, right? Mm. A sketch is never really perfect, you know? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make these sketches over these sounds that are healing. And um, it just kind of came out like that, bro. Like, I'm still trying to figure out what it means because I feel like this music came to me rather than I created it, like, you know? Right, right. So, Nah, it yeah.
0: that actually makes sense, you know, um it it, it as you explain it it kind of comes across in that way too when you listen to it. Um so Sketches of Healing 2020, right, was yeah. released not too long ago on the streaming platforms cuz I know they are kind of broken right. up into different parts on your Bandcamp page. Right. And it's produced by Devin Burgess at least the first two um um, you know the first two catches. I'm um, sketches of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first track on there is entitled "Freedom to Feel," where yeah. on the track you say you hope to see more black men teaching classes, innovative curriculum, hip hop language arts, and extracurricular, so they can get how we creating this for the art, right? Yeah. And um that that first that that first line that i quoted um where you said uh you hope to see black men you know more black men teaching classes that really resonated with me you know and, and and as you also spoke about you know you know being a teacher or being in that setting as well it, it made me think about that right like what what is the benefit you believe to having more black men as educators
1: what um, me and Fremont just talked about this today. He was like, yo, bro, you, sh- you need to be a teacher, bro. You need to take that seriously. Um, but, um, yo, so, I mean, I remember growing up, man. I mean, seeing a black dude as a teacher was like, if we had one, we was like, yo, he black, like, you know what I mean? Like, we, we didn't get to see that. It was like, it was like having a, um, a unicorn in the class, like, mm. you know what I mean? And, and, um, there's like a stat, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, two percent of males make up uh make up uh, of uh teachers in the public school systems in the country right that are black males mm. so it's like you don't see black men in schools you know and some and i remember seeing them like they were the consult they were the custodians right yeah they were the <laughs> you know what i mean they were serving us lunch or something like that you know so uh i think man just seeing that man just for anybody man it's like it's different and and it catches your attention and um i just think it's so necessary especially for the kids that i work with man like they don't i don't even even have daddies Mm. never seen a daddy you know um so like their 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 father figure may be like the boy you know so uh if a guy like me or free mind or even you comes in and just speaking some positivity into their life and something different it's like yo I I feel that like he looks like me mm-hmm. he's speaking to me um you know it, I need I need to listen to this guy and and there's more to that and it's not the custodian it's not it's not the, the security guard it's a guy that, 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 that's a little younger that's close to you in age and that's um that's giving you some guidance so um I think it's really necessary and I think it's needed um I'm going to take it more seriously and I hope that more black men will teach classes. Mm,
0: well said, man. You know, and usually when this topic comes up because it's a topic that's come up before, um that I've heard of before, and usually when it comes up, we think about young black boys, right, having, you know, you know, responsible black men to look up to. But I thought about even for, like, girls, like, you know, seeing a a responsible, you know, uh, educated, you know, goodwill black man. Like, what do you think it does for, you know, both genders? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. um, I think it's very important, man. Um, You know, my father always says, he always says, you can always tell a relationship between a girl and her dad by what she calls him if mm. she calls him by his name oh oh that's that's jack or that's daddy you know what i mean it's a different you know so um i think it's necessary man because that brings the balance in their relationships later on in life mm, right. so if they see a positive male uh there when they're young and talking to them in a certain way and, and out of respect you know they're going to look for that male energy as they get older and they're they're searching for their significant other, which is very important if we want to keep the black family together.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Wow, man, well said. So, um, I want to talk a little bit more. You know, I'm and and I'm gonna get back to you, Free Mind. So, um, I just want to touch on some of the, you know, some of the other tracks on the Sketches of Healing project, um. There's a track out on a a project called Be Patient, um, where, um, you know, when you think about the information age that we're living in today and music and content coming out so rapidly, I want to ask you, like, how has being patient worked to your advantage as an artist in this fast-paced music climate today? And you could you could answer uh, it, Brandon. And if, if you want to chime in on it, free mind you can as well. But go ahead, Brandon.
1: Well, um, being patient, man. Well, like my cousin, my co- that that uh, even though it's 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 a simple, you know, it's a simple simple uh slogan or or a mantra. Be patient, you know. My cousin, um, he's always saying that to me. Uh, be patient, you know. Be patient. Be patient. Um. You don't have to make this microwave music you know just be real be true to you and um i think i think i, I think i think it's important to be patient because it, it helps you be intentional and be purposeful mm. you know because i can easily make a lot of dumb shit, you know and and just put it out and just and rush and you know it, it wouldn't really i mean what does it mean you know I, I feel like that if you take time to go within and be patient and reflect, you're, you know, the, the effects are a lot differently. The results are differently. Mm-hmm. And you move people differently. And that's what I stand for. I need time to think. I need time to go within and meditate. That way I can get the answers that are coming from a higher source to deliver them to this other side. Mm-hmm. I can't do that if I'm rushing. You know, I, I can't do that. And, me as a person, I feel like that that's that's burdened with purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't just, I can't just make mic- microwave macaroni and cheese music. Like right, I, right. I just can't do that. How
0: know? How do you? like avoid the influences right like all everybody's doing stuff so fast and so much artists are putting out like it's a common thing now for music to be released every month right like a new project to be released yeah. any every month like how do you still find the balance to say you know what I got to be patient and stay in my lane and do what works for me despite everything else that's happening or all the other stuff that's happening out there
1: um like me and free talked about earlier man like you know i think it's because i don't make the music everything mm-hmm. you know i um music i love making it but there are other things i try to do around the music that way it's not like oh i have to make music so fast and put it out mm-hmm. um so i, I it kind of i'm kind of patient but maybe i'm not maybe i'm not even paying attention to the music sometimes because i actually walk away from it i put it down mm-hmm. i spend some time with my lady you know i work with kids you know uh i like to do other things man i like to travel so I, I walk away from it and i'm not i'm not too caught up in what everybody's doing man and and everybody else is i've never been that type of guy i've never been a follower so um i think uh i'm not i'm not influenced man because I, I just do other shit. i have so many addictions man i like martial arts and i just like all type of shit i like movies so like i, I just like to do shit and outside of music and i think that's why i'm not influenced i'm not trying to be the best right you know I, i'm just i'm just making music man you know
0: that's a good space to be man
1: yeah. Big ups to you so I appreciate it bro
0: indeed indeed so um I want to shift gears a, a little bit to to go to Free Mind. I want to talk to him about, uh, you know, your your production approach, man. One thing I gotta say about you, Free Mind, is like your beats are like just classic boom bap, soulful. Like um, it's very reminiscent of like Ninth Wonder when I first heard Ninth Wonder and like like people like Apollo Brown and, and, and similar others with that soul influence. Like what drives your inspiration for the type of beats that you make? Um.
2: well, first, let me say I, I get those comparisons all the time. I get I get Ninth Wonder. I get Apollo Brown. I get DJ Premier and I get Jay Dilla. I get those four names all the time. And let me go on the record saying I'm humbled. I'm honored just to be even mentioned, having my name with their name, you know what I'm saying? Even though I haven't done what they've done, but I'm definitely honored because truth be told, that's what I strive for. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like like to, to, to be recognized, like, you know what I'm saying? Like have my name mentioned with the goats because that's what I always wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be one of the best to ever do it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, as far as like my inspiration, you know, like, I remember, man, when I first uh decided I wanted to um make beats full time back in maybe 2011, you know, um times were hard, bro, mm. you know what I'm saying like I was I was still at home with my dad. I was uh, I was about maybe 24, 25. I was still at home with my dad before he passed away. We were uh, we were living in Compton. And you know, my dad wasn't working. We were still feeling the effects a couple of a couple years later of the recession from mm-hmm. 08 and 09, You know what I'm saying? So we ended up losing the house and everything. Man, I was um, I was going through it with my son's mom. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I was I was already influenced by Ninth Wonder and that sound. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I just started making the music that resonated with the emotions and. The depression and the despair that i was feeling you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like that's what was really driving me man i just wanted to make something great i just wanted to channel what i was feeling mm-hmm. you know like it wasn't about money it wasn't even about recognition you know what i'm saying like i just i just got to the point to where i want to be recognized like you know what i'm saying like maybe a few years back but at that particular moment in time it wasn't about none of that it was just about me having an outlet to express what i was feeling like i was broke I didn't have shit you know what I'm saying like I was I was going through it bro so I needed an outlet to to channel what I was feeling and that was
0: it wow man you know I'm always curious to know like how that emotion that you said you were feeling is able to be translated from that feeling to actual beats like how are you able cuz you i mean i can hear it and you know like when i listen to your beats it's that soulful you can it's like richly soulful you know what i mean and, and it, it sounds like it's coming from a place of um a heartfelt place you know what i'm saying maybe sometimes even a place of pain or just a a, a deep level of relatability like um how are you able to translate the feeling to the beats. Shit,
2: man. <clears throat> Pardon me. Pardon
0: me, bro. Take uh, your time. <clears throat> uh, Take your time, brother
2: shit man uh shit i think that's just god man you know shit uh
0: yeah i mean say no more man i i i get it it just it's just it's just there man i get it man
2: I, i i i just i think it's god bro you know what i'm saying like I didn't have nothing, bro. Like that's all the fuck I knew how to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I got locked up, you know what I'm saying? And man, I was, I was going through it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was fresh home from prison. I was trying to find my way in the world. I was, I was still a young man. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah man, I, I feel it, man. I feel the production, and you, you've you put out so much. I mean, like, when you look at... I, I could just imagine, like, I mean, you got... If you go from, like, 2017 to now, like, every... Like, you've put out, like, three and four projects a year, you know what I mean, beat tapes. And I think... I can't remember the name of it, but one of, like, your first joints was, like, Mad Beats, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I, I could see, like, you... You 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 take it like really seriously, man, and it and it and it feeds your soul in a certain way, man. So, yeah, man, definitely. So I want to also ask you about like your um your 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 production approach, right? Like, like do you use a beat machine or do you do you use like like a DAW software? Like, what's your your um your your production I guess machine of choice?
2: You know, uh, <clears throat> I've I've always wanted to to own an MPC, man. Um, you know, Dilla had the 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 MPC three thousand, Kanye had the two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Ninth Wonder at one at one point in time had the twenty five hundred. I've I've always wanted an NPC, but I couldn't afford that shit, man. So shit, I just started working with Fruity Loops. You know what I mean? Like my cousin had gave me a, a copy of his like. I couldn't even afford to pay for it. This shit was mm-hmm. only $200. I couldn't even afford to even do that. You know what I'm saying? So I was just working with what I had, man. I I had Fruity Loops. I had a, I had a fucked up computer that I had to keep plugged up in order to even work on it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I had to go outside. Uh, I was living with my sister uh, at the time when I had that computer. Um, she had free Wi-Fi in her building. So, you know, she didn't even have Wi-Fi. And I would, I had insomnia, bro, like I would just go by the front office by her building in the middle of winter, bro, and just plug my shit up and just download samples off of YouTube, go back in the house and just work, you know what I'm saying? like. But to answer your question, I use Fruity Loops, but I've, I've always wanted an NPC, I couldn't afford it, so I just got the next best thing, and I've been on it ever since. I tried the machine, I paid damn near $700 for that thing, and I, that was a waste of money, man. Wow. I, I wish I never bought it. The machine, the workflow is trash. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I did I got that thing sitting in my trunk right now in my car, bro. I don't even use it. I just work with
0: Footy Loose. That's what's up, man. Um I'm always curious to know that, you know, because you have some people that maybe they start out with the MPC and if they switch to like FL Studio or Ableton or a Daw, it's not the same feel for them. Like, how were you able to get like just that rhythm with Fruity Loops.
2: Um, uh, well, like I said, you know, I, you. that's what I started out on. So yeah. it's like to me, this is everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. this is this is a way to make music. This is a way to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the it's easy. Like you can see what you're doing. You know you can you can place stuff here, you can take it out, but ultimately, like I just said, you can see what it is that you're doing. Right. You know, right. So that, that makes your workflow that much easier the fact that you can see what you're doing instead of just having a machine and you know what i'm saying you got to go through the steps so however you go through it like that when you versus you being able to see what you can do i think it's easier
0: dope dope now another thing about your music is that your drums sound very crispy like mm-hmm. you know true. you you can hear the snare it just hits right how um how are they created is is it via like are you like are you using like a um what is it uh like a MIDI keyboard to create your drums or or, or are you like sampling your drum loops? Like how are you how do you get them so crispy? <laughs>
2: um, well, the way I get them crispy, they don't come like that. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like um, a lot of drums I ha- I have to EQ them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? EQ them is basically when you can change the sound of it. You can make them warm. You can you can you can trim them. You can make them real tight and sizzly. And that's what I do to my drums. I make my drums um, when I'm mixing. I make my drums real tight, and then when I master my beat, I, I, I master it to the point to where my drums become punchy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they're tight and punchy. That's why they hit like that. Dope. And I also, and I also make I, I, I EQ them to make them sound warm, to where they don't have so much feedback. They sound real clear and real warm. It gives you a certain feeling like a. Boom, 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 boom. They're real tight and punchy. So man, that that gives you that warm feeling. So yeah, it's all it's all in the mixing. It's all in the eqing. Don't, because don't. they they definitely don't come like that. I I find drums everywhere. I I have drum packs. I have drums that I've collected from other producers when they leave them open. You know what I'm saying? I have hundreds of drum breaks. So you know that's that's where they come from, and it's all in the mixing and how they sound.
0: Indeed, indeed. So um I wanna actually pass the mic back to uh Brandon to uh uh get back to uh the album title Sketches of Healing. Now this title in itself reminds me of something I've heard of you know from a few MCs who have uh described their music as sometimes, you know, sometimes sort of like a a form of therapy, right? Or a form of healing you know, for them. Do you get that feeling of healing when it comes to recording music as well? And I mean, and, and both of y'all could answer this as well. But like, do you feel like um, at least like there's like some type of inner peace from writing lyrics and performing? Like, how does that, how does that look for you?
1: Oh, yes, man. Absolutely, man. Um, it's definitely healing for, for me, man. It, it reminds me of the dude who wrote the uh, the book, The Alchemist. Uh, what's his name? Paolo Coelho um he uh, he talks about he just writes his books man just because like he, people love his books but he said he writes them for himself and that's kind of like what it is for me it's like it's it's just therapy man it feels good i can get get what i'm feeling out and i can express it um performing is the best man because you just feel free mm. um you feel free um you can be your most authentic self if you're being yourself you know everybody's not doing that you know so but um I don't know man it, it's just it's just a freeing feeling man it just feels good Um, you can just you can you can get those because artists we're socially awkward people so it's like we can't always talk to everybody you know so I think um, that is how we communicate that is how we express ourselves that is how we can um say what we feel you know so
0: definitely definitely that
1: free, man that free pickup oh did he disappear
0: yeah, he'll. I'm sure he'll come back. No worries, man. No worries. I'm still here.
2: I just gotta. I just gotta plug my phone up. Nah, do I'm your thing.
0: Do your thing. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna switch you back to the um, the big, the big joint. All right. right. So, yeah. Thank you for for sharing that, man. Now, um, another thing, Brandon. A lot of your tracks on your projects you put out, at least thus far, tend to be sh- pretty short in duration. Often, like under three minutes. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't really hear, like, much hooks or anything like that in your music. And I know you spoke about with Sketches of Healing, it was just kind of like, you know, jotting and going with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but one thing I got to say about you is that your subject matter is, like, very thought-provoking. And the music sounds so full and rich. How have you been able to be so free and not confront by the traditional structure of songs like how do you not let the musically structured mindset get in your way
1: Mm, it's a good question man um just follow my instincts you know um one of my favorite songs of all time is nas queens get the money you know what i mean and when i first heard that joint i was like yo if he does this on every track i would not care i would just I would listen to a whole Nas album with him just going over loops and just rapping. And I was like, why doesn't like why doesn't Andre do that? Why doesn't Three Stacks do that? Like, why doesn't Nas do that? Why doesn't more people do, why don't more people do that? Then I heard Kai. And I heard these other people. And then I, I was like really inspired by that. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need a hook. I can just be myself. And that's honestly, I w- I have to shout out those guys like Ka and, and Doom and and those dudes that just never like you know they don't care they they follow their own rules. Yes, and um and, and that's just that's just how I do it, man. I I just go by that you know about what I feel. Word word, yeah, man. I mean, I think
0: we're seeing a lot more artists do that now, but I I don't think it's as easy as it may seem, right? Because that's why I asked that question because. Sometimes as an artist, your, 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 your questionings, you know, you might be like, well, you know what, maybe I need to do it this way, you know, like, but to be yeah. able to be so free, I think, um, it, it produces an outcome that I think is genuine, right? When you're free mm. and you, you know, you just kind of flow with it. So, um, yeah, uh, thank you for, um, you know, expressing about that. Now, yeah, and I
1: appreciate you sharing that, man.
0: Yeah, 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 sure. So, the next question is back to you, uh, Free Mind. I notice a number of your beats tend to be like, um, sort of like short loops, which is dope. Like I like it. You know what I mean? I like it. Um, the soul is there. The simplicity really works well for you. However, um, how do you know when you want to change up things? Like, like when you want to change you know certain things in your beats or maybe add other elements to it like and how challenging is it for you to make those adjustments when you have to
2: um well sometimes you just know when something is good Mm. you just know when something don't need to be changed and sometimes you know when something is missing like there are times when i make beats and i can just make something real simple and it sounds dope. It's like it, it feels like nothing is missing. It sounds like nothing is missing. You can just take it as is. And then there are, there are times when I I may make something, and it's just like wow, well, something missing. Ah, uh, this don't sound right. Ah, uh, I need different drums. I, I go through that a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not really it's not really hard because I I've, I've been doing it so long. And I just know off top like when something ain't right. I know when something ain't right. I know when something is not good. I I know it. You know what I'm saying? I can hear it and I can feel it. So you know, I just, I just, I just, I I, I trust my own intuition. I trust my gut. I trust myself.
0: Mm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's one thing about when you're making music, man. Trust your ear. Yeah like i i really trust my ear like nobody could even change my mind when it when it comes to as far as like my ear like you could change my mind as far as like me not liking something because what i don't like somebody else probably will love so i yeah. know how to come off of that you know what i'm saying but as far as like just knowing when something ain't right sonically yeah. technically i i know it. yeah yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, hear yeah. It. I can hear when there's a when there's a slight anything off i can hear it. you know what i'm saying so it's just like I trust myself. I trust my gut, so I just go with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, even with like boom bap, you hear like you know, kick and snare, and maybe a hi hat, and you know, like sometimes the the track doesn't even need a hi hat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you, yeah. It, yeah. It, but it, but like you were saying, like being able to trust your ear is 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 what tells you um to to enough enough is enough, right? Like so. I think it's really dope that you're able to come to that realization because I think for people that are perfectionists, it's hard for them to come to that. Right. And sometimes you keep messing with a track and then you find out that it's worse off than you initially, you know. So I think there's an art kind of what I was talking about with you, Brandon. Recently, it was like there's an art to simplicity that people don't even, um, you know, sometimes give credit to so I think you've mastered that with a lot of your production man and, and and the other thing too is that you make beats that are really good for MCs to rap over you know what I'm saying like you know you can't be so like complex all the time with the beats because sometimes it's difficult for it to work for MC rapping over and uh, so I mean I, I know you don't I, I don't see too much projects under your belt, you know, where it's mostly MCs rapping, but I think you have the perfect setup for that.
2: You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> yeah. y- you know something. Um I've actually done a lot of projects with MCs, it's just not on my bank account. Ah, okay, okay. I, I have I I have I have like I can't even probably number them all. You know what I'm oh, saying? Dope, like, dope. I've, I've done a lot a lot, you know, like I've done work with Supreme Cerebral. I've done work with Jamil Honesty. I've done work with Older Great. I've done work with Vic Spencer, West Side Gun, okay Chilly Shoot, Um Intel Selector, uh Vinny Vendetta. Um I've done work with Model. I like I've I've so, done work with dot com intelligence. Is it full length
0: projects or is it just like like feature
2: tracks, or most of them, I say about 60%, 70%, 70% of those names I just named, I've done full projects.
0: Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. I'm glad that you said that, man. Um, I, I definitely want to check them out, man. Like, it's really difficult a lot of times for me to know every, like, it's, it's hard for me to know everything, but uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm a definitely, uh, you know, I want to check some of that stuff out, man. Indeed, that's what's up. So, um yeah, I guess my next question is also for you, Freemind. Like, how long does it take for you to create like individual beats? Huh? and how do you decide which tracks make sense for you to release on a beat tape, and which traps do you, which tracks are you just going to leave off?
2: Um, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked me that. Um, yeah. Because when whenever I'm putting a beat tape together, it's all about it's all about cohesion and 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 things make sense you know what i'm saying like it has to make sense with the artwork it has to make sense with the title and it also has to be cohesive you know what i'm saying so like a lot of times you know a lot of my b tapes may have maybe 11 12 13 tracks it didn't start out that way though i probably started out with maybe 25 30 Mm -hmm. and and, and those are just the ones that made the cut because they make sense right right you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm I'm all about making sense. Like, I can't just slap stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, cause if, if I did that, then I'll have a thousand beat tapes because I have thousands of beats. Like, I can easily just put a, a beat on here, and it has to make sense. It has to be cohesive, and it has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm a producer. So this is also me showing case, showcasing what I can do. As a producer not just somebody that's just make beats but i can put albums together you know what i'm saying like those are those are albums it's just albums without words
0: yeah i think you're right man the cohesion is the right word that kind of brings everything together man dope dope so oh i got another question for you before i pass the mic back to um brandon um so is like is your is your method of creating cuz i know you use a lot of samples like are you do you prefer like looping the samples or chopping the samples like what's what's your preferred way of working with the samples
2: i chop i nice. chop even 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 if there's a loop i chop the loop up because a lot of times what people don't know is when you looping something when it, it has to loop back around so when it loop back around, it may be off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why when you hear some of these people looping, the loops be off. <laughs> I don't even think they notice it. See, but I, my ear is trained. I've been doing it for so long, I can tell when something ain't right. Yeah. But when, right. you, when you chop it, you can make it play how you want it to play.
0: Right, right.
2: Yeah. And even like with the swing, the swing is on point, and it, it has to loop back around because you, you either have four bars where you have eight bars, or however you're gonna do it, and, and those are those are even numbers. So after four, it has to go back to one. You see what I'm saying? It's not going to go to five, then go to one. It's not going to make sense. It's going to be off. You see what I'm saying? So when you chop it, you can chop those up into the the right pieces, and it's gonna have to loop back around perfectly.
0: Indeed, indeed. Do do you um do you create your drums first um or do you do this do you... Do the samples first. Like, how does how do you mesh the two?
2: I chop the samples first. First, yeah, and, and then um because again, every drum don't sound good with the with the sample, right? You know, what I'm saying? like I'm, I trained my ears so much because like I wasn't, I I didn't know nothing technically about making music. All I knew was what sounded good, right? I didn't, I didn't know anything about mixing. Like, it took me years to even perfect my mix because I was going off what sounds good, right? I, I, I trust my ear, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and plus I was, I used to be a drummer. You know what I'm saying? Back when when I was in elementary. So go, it's like, go. I know drum sound. Yeah. Everything don't sound good with everything. So when you chop your sample up, you have to find the right kick, snare and hi-hat. You know what I'm saying? They, they have to make sense with each other. Cause you can have a, 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 a tight sizzly kick and then you have a snare with a bunch of echo on it, it ain't going to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a snare that has a bunch of meat on it and a bunch of fat on it, you have to have a, a kick that has meat and fat on it. You know what I'm saying? So they can make sense.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. And and it's it's dope that you said, you know, you you have a history as a drummer, because I noticed that a lot of artists that, I, that I've spoken to who are beat makers, they have that experience maybe growing up drumming, and their beats... They're, that, they're, most of them, their drums sound really crisp. So yeah, man, it's dope to to hear about that background. Um, I wanted to, all right. So let me just uh, shift gears back to Brandon. Um, I wanted to uh, ask you about another lyric on um, sketches of healing, um, and I'm just only talking about the, the 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 sketches of healing 2020, which is like a compilation of both volumes one and two. Um, You got a line on the song, Be Patient, and uh, it starts with uh, the line, Kings learn patience to overstand illumination. A line into equations to shine or rule over nations, overstanding longevity, genetic inequity, especially the levity of a fool's operation. Now, the wordplay is just amazing, brother. Like, can you break yeah. down the overarching message that's taking place with those opening lines of that track? Be patient.
1: Um, basically, what I'm saying is, man, it's like. You know, every every ruler, every king, man, you know, they they, they don't just make moves, they don't just make messy messy moves man if they did they would be losing all the time like they they would definitely be out of pocket be out of place so um before you can even really understand how to be of royalty or to, to be a king or to be in a position of leadership um you have to learn patience you have to learn to be still you know you have to learn to be you have to learn mindfulness um Cause if you don't, then you know people are going to play with your emotions. They're going to manipulate you, and and you know it's all type of wars going on—spiritual war, physical war—and if you ain't if you ain't centered, it's a wrap. Mm. So so basically what I'm saying right there, you know, just to not get too deep. It's just it's if you if you want it before you can even think about shining or being in a position of leadership. Or or being of royalty or being anything on that level, you need to learn some fucking patience. You need to learn to be still. You need to learn to relax, and then you can shine. Yeah. Learn that first. You know? Yeah,
0: definitely, man. Got you. You know, I, I I think I said it to you earlier before we we started recording. Um, like what I love about your music is that like you, you take a very thought provoking approach. Um, I, I want to say, like, from what I've heard, like, a lot of your music is pretty much mature. Like, you're talking about real stuff, you know what I mean? That the people can actually relate to. Like, um, what has motivated you to take that direction? Like, you could have went the trendy route or you could have, you know, maybe dabbled in, in an area that wasn't so you know thought provoking like but what has given you that motivation and I feel like that's that's here to stay like that's not something that I see you switching up like I feel like there's ethics in your approach as an MC um talk to me about the inspiration
1: behind that direction when I'm thinking about making some yin yang twins music tomorrow (laughs) I'm thinking about going to that level nah nah man um nah Honestly, man, I think it's because I'm such a fan of hip hop, you know, I'm such a fan of the culture, you know, like my stepfather, man, he would just, when I first heard that AZ, Rather Unique, I was like, oh mm. shit, I was like, oh my God, and I was like, yo, I want to make that, I, wa- I want to make that type of shit, and as I started getting older, I would just notice like I wasn't hearing that shit anymore, like, you know, I had to go back and listen to it. And I wasn't, it wasn't fresh. And I'm like, I still can listen to those songs, but I'm like, yo, like where, where is it at? Where's the new shit? And it's out there, you can find it. But I was just like, man, I, I wanna make some of that. So it really was just, I just wanted to hear it. And I started making it for myself because like I wanted to listen to it. Like, like, like sketches of healing, man, it, it was healing me. And that music I grew up to healed me, it enlightened me. You know, it guided me, it got me through things. Like those guys were my role models, man. So um, I just wanted to be that energy for other people. And I wanted to put that energy back because I feel like so much was given to me from hip hop. It was only right that um, since it's it's innate in me, I I feel like I owe hip hop that to, to put it back out there in the atmosphere. Indeed. Indeed.
0: Yeah, man, as I'm looking at, you know, some of the titles on Sketches of Healing 2020, like. All of the titles seem to resonate with something of deep meaning, right? Like, you got Be Patient, right. Choose You, Listen to Your Soul, Black Women Live, you know, um, King Evolve, like, a number of these titles are, like, very meaningful. Like, how'd you, you know, come come up with, like, what you wanted the titles to uh, speak to?
1: Um feeling man um just feeling you know um whatever i wrote and you know whatever stuck out to me is i just go with it you know i don't really get too deep i'm not like lupe i'm not like super conceptual or anything like it's just really what i feel and um and like my me and my cousin were just sitting back just talking about you know just just albums and track lists and he was like man your your track list should always tell a story Mm. you know you know, your track list should tell a story. Your track list should be able to, just like how you go to the table of contents or you look on the back of a book and you look at the summary. You know, I look at myself as an author. Like, you know, I, I like, I write novels. You know, I write, I write, uh, whatever. I, I write autobiographies or whatever. You know what I mean? So I look at myself, I'm a writer. So that's the back of my book. And you go to the back of the book, you can kind of get a feeling of what the book is about. You indeed, know? indeed.
0: Well said, man. Thank you for breaking that down. Now, I know Sketches of Healing 3 is with a different producer. And I get the sense, I could be wrong, but I get the sense that this could be the beginning of another, like, Sketches of Healing series with this producer. Is that something that you have in mind? Because I know you put out, like, I think it was, like, three songs back in April, Sketches of Healing 3. And those songs are not on the actual Sketches of Healing 2020. Um yeah, yeah it, can you talk more about like is there any like future with that and and I forget uh, can you, just name the producer's name. I don't want to not give him credit.
1: Uh I think Oh yeah, shout, Low... shout, shout out to the homie LoTech. Yeah, yeah, shout right. out to the homie Lowtech. He's from Dayton, Ohio. Right. And Devin um,
0: Burgess is the one on Sketches of Healing. Yeah, know,
1: yeah, yeah. Actually and and I I got I got to I got to like hype myself a little bit. You know I make some of them beats on Sketches of Healing okay like, yes
0: know. i know you produce too yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. Man, i made a couple of them made okay. a couple not a lot but i made a couple <laughs> Dope, dope them but um but far as uh me and low tech um that it's possible i don't i don't know i don't know if uh i don't know man I, you you really want to know what that was all about i had got a new mic and i was like oh shit! this dude just sent me some beats i got a new mic I'm about to like I'm going in and like <laughs> and he sent me some beats and I was like yo I got this new mic bro Let, let's get it in and like and, and we made some music and then we put it out and he was like yo like we got a little vibe you know what I mean so it's possible I don't know um but me and him talk pretty frequently he's from Ohio too dope so uh, it's it's possible man you know be on the lookout for for some more Brandon Isaac and low tech word up dope dope.
0: So um, I want to thank y'all for taking the time to build with me here today for this show. Uh, But I can't leave without asking about the North Star. You know, um, typically the, you know, the project is already out when I talk to the artist. But um, I I, I want y'all to talk to me about that. Like, um, when are y'all thinking of releasing the project? Or when can we expect maybe another single? Like, when can we... You know, see some more or you know, witness or hear some more North Star.
1: Go ahead, Freak.
2: Um we were we were shooting for this month, but you know, we still trying to get the artwork together. You know what I'm saying? We um waiting on the artist to shoot it back. You know, they 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 have some some issues to deal with, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, have to put it on the back burner for a minute, but it's 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 gonna get done. When it get done, then we're gonna put it up on the streaming sites and it'll be out. It'll most likely be out sometime in August
0: nice nice that's what's up well august is soon project project is done though it's done mix
2: mastered done everything we just need the artwork dope
0: Definitely so you done. saying the project will be out in august yeah it, it'll oh, be out oh uh, do you have the the name the name or is it just self-titled self-titled nice nice ah i'm looking forward to that man this 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 sounds good how many tracks do you have that figured out yet um is it gonna be more than 10 songs is it gonna be 10 songs like what we what we looking at it's gonna it's 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 an ep okay it's an, okay
2: it's an ep the 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 next project we're already working on that and that was gonna be full length
0: dope dope
2: that was yeah. we are we're already working on the next project like as soon as we were done with the the ep we were already on to the next
0: dope dope what else can uh, folks expect from y'all in the rest of the year? I know, like, Freemind, you usually put out a number of <laughs> beat tapes within the year. And I think there's only one out so far for the year, which is Magnum Opus. And yeah, you, Brandon, I'm, I'm, as I'm, well. I'm sure you got stuff. But, yeah, share. other than uh, North Star.
2: I'm, I'm not putting out any more beat tapes. I'm done with that. I have so many. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just focusing on, you know what I mean, the, the North Star, from here on out but I have other projects that's already signed still delivered, but just waiting on release dates. you know I got uh a project coming with Spoda I produced the whole thing on that um I got something coming with Jay Hustle I just recently had a project with older oh, great uh the last dragon that just came out in
0: June Dope.
2: that was June. yeah it was, it was June it was June uh you know I got something coming with my man motto out of Brooklyn uh I just uh, wrapped up another EP with uh with IE Mo. Also uh EP with um with my dude Dill he he's from out here too. Um shit I got about seven, eight projects coming within the next year or so.
0: Dope, dope. Man, I'm looking forward to it man. I'm looking forward. And that makes sense. You know you you did put out a lot of beat tapes. So I could I could respect that man. Like it's it's time to make that you know make the adjustment you know what i mean yeah man so i want to wish y'all all all the best and success man i'm gonna be looking to see what else y'all got coming i'm gonna look for this north star project in august hopefully we do get it in august you know um and yeah man um much success to y'all and um you know feel free to let the folks out there know you know where they can find you like your social media sites and your websites and stuff before we get out of here
1: go ahead b um yeah man uh find me on Instagram at uh Sketches of Healing man. That's pretty much where I'm the most active at is on Instagram, Sketches of Healing, man. Dope,
2: dope. Yeah, the, the the only social media site I have is Instagram. Um I'm Free Mind Beats on there. Um you can check out my YouTube, um, Soul Collectors Productions, or you can check out my other YouTube, Free Mind. Um hit me up on SoundCloud. I'm on there, Free Mind on SoundCloud, I'm on Bandcamp free mind that's where you can find all my beat tapes and i'm all over youtube you can look up projects that i've done with people on youtube just type in free mind you you'll find me
0: dope dope yeah man and band camp man remember band camp is you know where you can get these projects you go looking for them on streaming you're not gonna find them there so yeah you know um yeah man lots of lots of dope projects man so um yeah man thank you all for that Uh, To all of our listeners and viewers, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate your support for the platform. You know, uh, we, uh, you know, want to keep pushing quality, creative, thought-provoking, conscious hip-hop that stands for something, you know, and just overall, you know, dope artists, man. So, um... I, I'm grateful for the guests that we have on the show today. Till our next time, make sure y'all go to our website, outtheboxmedia.com to keep connected with all the stuff Out The Box Media related. You know, go get you some merch if you feel inclined to. Um, everything is on the website, man. And and continue to, sub, you know, and subscribe to the platform. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel, Out The Box TV, if you haven't subscribed yet. And um, till our next... You know show I want to say peace love and light y'all stay focused stay healthy stay safe we out peace,
2: peace peace
1: peace, 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 peace. <laughs>